speaking, it was done. Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistle is from James chapter 1. But be doers of the word, and not only hearers, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstrained, unstained from the world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Perhaps, yes, perhaps, perhaps we Missouri Synod Lutherans are justified in condemning the garbage from most pulpits these days. The garbage coming out of most pulpits in America these days. On the one hand, pick any liberal mainline church denominations. Think of, well, yes, think of ELCA, Methodist, Episcopal, Presbyterian, USA. Take your pick. And there will be a very good chance you will hear some kind of sermon on social justice, some kind of sermon on gender ideology or diversity. Tragically, tragically in these churches, there's not much difference between the messages coming out of these pulpits and what you hear on liberal television networks at night. On the other hand, take your pick of any American evangelical church in America right now, there will be a good chance that you'll hear some kind of sermon on better tips to live a successful life. Or worse yet, sermons on better sex, sermons on better finances and more well-behaved kids. Tragically, again, there's not much difference in the pulpits of these churches when compared to Dr. Phil on the morning. As one Missouri Senate district president once lamented, a DP once lamented, he said this, in America right now, in the American church, we have a, get this, we have a famine of the word of God. We have a famine. And so for the most part, we Missouri Senate Lutherans can lament about this famine of the word in America, while at the same time priding ourselves that most of our churches are teaching correctly. However, it must be noted that good teaching is only one half of the equation, one half of the issue. In other words, while it is important to condemn loose teaching, we would say, and loose preaching, we must also condemn loose hearing. In a reading from the epistle of James, James addresses the problem to each and every one of us this morning, the problem of loose hearing. He condemns you and me for, get this, for letting that word go in one ear and out the other. But we do not do this, do we? We don't do this at all. We sure do. We certainly do. 
Dear friends, how many times have you read the liturgy? How many times have you read the liturgy, heard the prayers of the church, and sung the hymns, and then two minutes later, you have no idea. Two minutes later, you have no idea what you just spoke, what you just sung, what you just prayed for. How many times do you find yourself moving your mouths in the divine service while thinking about, well, that upcoming Vikings game, or perhaps your upcoming work week, or that conversation you had with a friend before service? Or how often do you look at someone else in the pew and compare, them, compare yourself to them, or perhaps make a silent judgment about the way that they look while saying that creed at the same time? We pastors, we have a saying, and that is this. When you are tired, just read the black and do the red. Yes, read the black, do the red. In other words, to lead a divine service for us pastors, all the pastor has to do is open his liturgical book and read the black words and do what the red words say. Say this, do this. And so we pastors, get this, we pastors are just as guilty as parishioners of loose hearing as well. Just reading the black, doing the red. And so, my friends, this morning, it looks like pastors and parishioners alike are guilty, we're all guilty, of forgetful and vain hearing. Our ears are loose. Our ears are lazy. But this is where you and I must be very careful. You see, too often when pastors and parishioners struggle with the sin of loose hearing, instead of repenting of our sluggish and lazy ears, well, we put the blame on the message. We put the blame on that which is spoken and sung. We say this. Well, you know, if we didn't have that rote and repetitive liturgy, perhaps if we could change things up a little bit, well, I perhaps might listen even more. If the music was a little more upbeat and not so dirgy, I would remember the meaning of the song a little bit more. It would stick with me. If the pastor, well, if the pastor was more relational and the sermons were more entertaining, I would be less drowsy. I would fall asleep less during the sermon. You see, just like a lazy employee blaming a boss for getting fired, well, we too will blame the message for our lazy, we'll blame the message itself for our lazy and slothful ears. We'll blame the message itself rather than addressing our ears. And unfortunately, without even realizing it, we in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate can change our services and change our sermons to accommodate lazy and slothful ears rather than, again, confronting our lazy and slothful ears themselves. Mark this. Mark this. In the end, if we do not confront these lazy and slothful ears, if we do not confront these lazy and slothful ears, but accommodate these lazy ears, we are no different than churches that withhold the word of God from their churches, from their parishioners. Lord, have mercy indeed. Lord, have mercy indeed. Dear friends, the problem is twofold. The church must preach and teach the word when it is popular and when it is not. The word is to be preached with intensity, with simplicity, with faithfulness, even when people will have no stomach for solid teaching, but instead will want to fill up on spiritual junk food. And at the same time, we the church, we have ears. And these ears need to listen. They need to hear. Because if we don't listen, well, the word will go in one ear and out the other, 
resulting in the devil coming along and snatching up, sweeping away that word of God to keep it away from our heart. And then, right there, we'll be just as famished as any other person in any other ELCA church or any of those other churches. We will be famished as well. No better off. Please hear this loud and clear. A slothful, lazy, and deaf church is no better off than a heretical speaking church. We are both experiencing famine alike. Famine of the word. Baptized saints, keep in mind though, you have ears. You who have ears, listen. You see, you come into this sanctuary today. All of you are here. You're sitting in the pews. You have come into the sanctuary not to get just a mere pep talk. We must be frank. We must be real on this. You come to the sanctuary not to just get a mere pep talk. You're not even in the sanctuary to be entertained with stories from this pulpit. In fact, if you need entertainment, you're better off going to a movie than coming into the sanctuary itself. And if you need a bit of a pep talk with life hacks, well, it's a whole lot easier just to go search on YouTube for a seven-minute video to find yesterday's life tip. But rather... Keep in mind, you are here in this sanctuary to hear the word of God. And the word of God, it's not just any kind of word. Keep in mind that the very world itself, that this very world itself, the world that we live in, along with all of the stars, with all of the planets, with all of the black holes, with everything in the vast expanse of this world and universe itself, was created not by some cosmic collision of particles, but it was created, get this, by the spoken word. God spoke. Out of nothing, something was created. Also, that very same word that spoke the world into existence, that very same word put on human flesh, and that human flesh, Jesus Christ, spoke to wind and waves, and get this, they obeyed. And that same word that created the world, that same word that actually commands authority over nature itself, that very same word comes and speaks to death and disease and demons themselves, and they shudder, they listen, they bow. And that same word that created the world, that same word that spoke this world in existence, that spoke against wind and waves and spoke against disease and death and demons is also spoken to you right here in this sanctuary for you. The word is alive, it is active, it is in his holy church. So this begs the question, why do you not listen to the word? Why do you and I let this word go in one ear and out the other? Why do we so quickly forget this word or not value the word of God? Well, the answer is simple. It hurts, but it's simple. We have loose ears. We have lazy ears. We have ears that are slothful. And so, dear friends, it is clear this morning that you and I, well, we must repent Repent of hearing the word of God and then two minutes later having no idea what was said. We must repent of our dull minds, our lazy, lethargic, apathetic, sleepy ears. Furthermore, we are all here to repent of believing that what we hear from the liturgy, from the readings, from the sermon is some sort of flimsy and weak religious-sounding sentiment. It is certainly not. It is certainly not. Baptized saints, you who have ears, listen up. 
You're not in the sanctuary for your ears to hear some plastic and empty religious-sounding garbage to make you feel warm and fuzzy, but instead you are in the sanctuary because you have ears that need to hear the word of God, and the word of God needs to be poured into those ears. That word that created this world, the word itself that sustains this world, needs to be spoken into you because you are Christians, and Christians listen. They listen to Jesus. You are in the sanctuary so that you can hear beyond all reasonable doubt that your Jesus was crucified, that he was dead and buried and resurrected for you. You are in the sanctuary so that you can hear, despite what you feel from your guilty conscience, that your sins are truly forgiven for Christ's sake. You are forgiven. You are in the sanctuary so that you can hear, despite the aches and pains of your dying body, that you will be resurrected someday. At the great eschaton, the great last day, Christ will call out to you in your graves and you will hear and you will come forth unto resurrection and new life. Baptized saints, you are here in the sanctuary so that the word of God can deliver truth into your ears, not falsehood, not pious-sounding sentiments, but truth itself into your ears that defines reality for you amid a very confused world that we find ourselves in. Baptized saints, those with lazy ears do not abide in the word. They do not know the truth, and they're not set free. But you, yes, you who hear the word, you have Jesus. Where you have the word, you have Jesus. Where you have Jesus, you have the word. Where you have Christians, you have Christians hearing Jesus. Hear Christ and his truth. Because when you have Jesus, through the word, you have truth poured into your ears, truth that will set you free, that does set you free in this world of deception, free from the condemnation of sin, free from the lies of the devil, free unto Christ. And so today we pray together, Lord God, create in us a clean heart and also give us ears to hear. Yes, give us ears to hear. Lord God, implant your word of truth in us. Break the silence of our deafness. Give our dull minds understanding and set us free in you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.